Marcelino, and I'm so excited to have you today for this first episode. I'm a little bit nervous to be jumping into this podcast world, but I really do feel like the Lord has laid something on my heart for you today um, that I hope is going to enrich your life. You know, we're in January, and it's really a time where we set goals. Um, but one of the things that my husband, Paul, and I have learned is that it's really important for us to set goals, not only as individuals, but also family, um, that, that our goals align with our kingdom destiny, with our purpose, and kind of creating that like one new man or that one new humanity culture in our home. We have found that when we prioritize those things, when we determine what is most important and put our emphasis in those areas, that we succeed not only as individuals and as a couple, but as a family. You know, we work together in ministry, so that kind of creates a unique dynamic. And sometimes I feel like you can almost get lost like in your your professional goals or your individual aspirations. But when you can bring those to the table and say, hey, we're going to look at this from a family perspective, what does this mean in 2024 for us or, or, or beyond that? Um, I really feel like it helps bring um, a, a piece of unity and alignment that is really, really uh, transformational towards your success. Um, so if you have, if you've been to our website and downloaded our guide, our goals to grow, you can do that at kurtlandry.com forward slash goals to grow. Again, that's kurtlandry.com forward slash goals to grow. And all that is, is an exercise to kind of help you sit down and think about what you want for the new year, what those like spiritual things that you want, what you want for your family, maybe their physical goals, but just kind of how do you refine that into actually an actionable plan with steps to take? And that's something that we're really passionate about is setting those goals and setting those plans. Something someone challenged us on recently was not just setting a one-year goal, but actually um, taking the time to set down like three years or five years or even 10 years. And I have to tell you, it was scary and overwhelming because for me, I'm kind of a detailed person and I like to achieve things. And so putting that out there and saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to actually look at this next 10 years was overwhelming because I felt like if I put it on paper and I didn't achieve it, I would feel like a failure. And I didn't want to do that. But what it made me do was like look at the time that we have in our family and realize how limited it is. Because when we sit down and we say, what do we want for the next 10 years? And 10 years, our oldest daughter, Arabella, is going to be 18. So in essence, she could be out of the house. And so I just, it made us look at those next 10 years and say, wow, this is a really valuable time in our life. And so no matter where you are in your life, you might be, you know, you might be an empty nester, no matter what it is, when you look at that, this one year plan that you're making for, let's say 2024 is going to impact and be a foundation for the next 10 years, you really see how purposeful and how intentional we need to be with how we spend our time, what relationships we invest in, how we spend our finances. I just, I think that sometimes we don't realize the value of the seed of the year ahead and making that transition into what that's going to impact for the next three years, five years, 10 years, which is ultimately your life. I heard someone once liken it to going to the grocery store without a list. Like we've all done that, right? I actually do that all the time. And I forget stuff and I miss stuff and then I can't exactly, you know, make the meal that I wanted because I didn't have it written down because I didn't take the time to get organized. And I think if we live our life that way, you're going to get to the end of their life and realize you missed some ingredients or you missed some things that were really important. And so when we take time as a family to set those goals, we do it from a spiritual perspective. Like, hey, here's some things I need to refine in my spiritual life. We do it from a physical perspective. 
you know, here's some goals we want. Here's what, you know, trips we want to take, investments we want to do. Um, and then from a family perspective, making sure that all those things that we say yes to are on target for our ultimate kingdom purpose and our ultimate destiny. And they feed into that and they don't take away from other things because it's really, really easy to get distracted. Um, determining what is most important for your family, defining the life you want, you know, and then making decisions towards that. Um, I think that that has been really instrumental in our life. Um, it has helped us know what to say yes to, what to say no to. And then I think one of the biggest keys is what to say maybe later to. I have a hard time with that, but realizing that this moment that you're in, no matter what season you find yourself in, is in fact a season and that it won't always look like this. We have three young kids at home and sometimes I feel like we have to say no more often than we can say yes lately. And sometimes that feels kind of overwhelming or isolating or is it always gonna be like this, like where you're drowning? But then I realize, no, it's not. Like I'm watching our oldest and she's so independent and feels like in some way she barely needs us and realizing that no matter where you find yourself, it's a season. And we'll be right back. It's a new year, a new you. Have you ever wondered how to stay consistent with growing spiritually, but also win and achieve the goals that you have for yourself this year? Get your free download of Goals to Grow by visiting kurtlandry.com forward slash goals to grow. It'll help you answer questions like, where do I start? How do I walk in the spirit? And do I believe that I am more than a conqueror? Understanding Matthew 6.33 positions you for success in the year ahead. This is your focus for your kingdom call. The fruit of the spirit is evidence of the covenant. Know how to allow him to establish his covenant within you. Know how to cut off the lie that you will lack or that you're going to lose and operate from your identity from a place of victory. Get your free download for Goals to Grow 2024 by visiting kurtlandry.com forward slash goals to grow or visit the show notes in this episode. The king's oil, the holy anointing oil, is a powerful tool used in spiritual warfare. Your thoughts control how you act and what you believe. When you use anointing oil, it breaks the enemy's yokes and allows you to walk according to the Spirit. When our minds are set on Christ, set on Yeshua, we can follow Him. Matthew 11, 29 and 30 says, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Visit our store at kurtlandry.com forward slash kings oil or visit the show notes in the description for the link. One more thing before we get back to the show, I want to really quickly tell you about another podcast on the One New Man Network that is so amazing, and that is the Kurt Landry Podcast. Kurt delivers powerful messages of faith and teachings about the link between Jewish roots and Christianity and how they are both so impactful to your daily life and walk with the Father. You can find that show on the One New Man Network on your favorite podcast app. And now, back to the show. It may be a season in a career. You might be older and be taking care of family members, grandparents, or parents. And you know what? It is just a season. And I want to encourage you that, that 2024 is in fact just a season for you. So no matter what you set your plans and goals to, remember, it's not always going to look like this, but it is an opportunity. You know, one of the things that we talk about for Kurt Landry Ministries is that Everything that we do is purpose to reconnect you with your source, your spiritual roots, and your heritage. And your goals to grow by this year should do the same. Because you've been created for relationship, for love, and for purpose. And you need to live 
uh, live into that, live, push into that, make decisions that, you know, make that direction in your life. You're not going to get where you want to go by accident. You're going to get there by, you know, creating a plan and, and working towards it. I think one of the other big things when you work on this plan is figuring out what hinders you. You know, um, I've shared this testimony many times before, but one of my goals was I got to get up earlier. Well, in order to get up earlier, it was not just setting my alarm. Um, it wasn't just the automatic coffee. It was determining I got to go to bed earlier. And then there's a whole slew of things that have to happen in order to make that happen. But I had to say, if I'm going to prioritize those morning hours when I get to listen to the heart of the Lord, then I'm going to have to make some transition on the back end. And, and figuring out what those are, what those areas are, I think is really, really key. Um, you were designed to participate in what God is doing on and in the earth. That's one of the things at Kirtlandry Ministries that we are passionate about is getting you to a place of participation, of kingdom expansion. And so we set our goals towards that. When we live our lives as one new humanity, we return to the original intention of our Heavenly Father. We return to that rooted purpose. We return to divine destiny. We return to community. We return to family. You know, that's what happened in Genesis. When He created us, He created us for relationship. It says in Genesis that He was walking in the cool of the day, you know, in search of Adam and Eve. Like He wanted relationship. He wanted to engage, to enjoy, uh, to enjoy creation, to enjoy enjoy uh, purpose. Um, and, and all of that fell apart during the fall, but that doesn't mean that wasn't his original intention towards us. When we make a decision to live our lives in alignment with that, when we make a decision to live our lives to show up for God's divine appointments like his feasts and his Shabbat and his calendars, we begin to plug into God's heart for us. But for Paul and I, we've discovered that we can't do that without being very intentional. So we put his feast and the Shabbats and things like that on our calendar going ahead. And we don't say, you know what, it's our goal to show up. We say, no, we are going to show up. And because of that, we're going to have to schedule things, schedule life, family events, vacations, things like that work around these events and around these Shabbats. And that these things are going to determine, be the foundational determination of what we say yes to and what we say no to. And it doesn't just apply to our scheduling and our kids, but also our finances. You know, we've discovered if you want to be prepared to give, you have to budget, right? You have to plan on it and say, yes, we're going to set aside. We're going to sacrifice so that we can bring an offering to the feast of the Lord. So I find it really important to start my year planning towards that. Um, when we plug into those things, I really feel like we're plugging into the very life that He breathed into us, which is rich in abundance and rich in spiritual health, no matter what we're walking through. Um, and, and you might ask yourself, why? Why does this happen? This happens because this is where we belong. This is what we were made for. We were made for worship. We were made for relationship. You were made for a life that was lived in synchronization with our Father, the calendar that He had planned for you, the life that He had planned for you, what was written for you in your books of destiny. You were made to live on purpose and by design. Um, I really feel like a new year offers you and I the opportunity to define what we want for our lives, define what we want for our families, what we want spiritually, what we want physically, and move towards that purpose by investing in those areas that we deem what is most important. This offers us an opportunity to create clarity in our decision-making and, and how we allot time and task and finances. But this is what I want to encourage you with. You can't 
do it without investing the time. So maybe you carve out an hour, maybe you carve out two hours, maybe you carve out a day for you and your spouse to get together and go through the goals to grow by and create those, um, those, that game plan. I think what has been most important for Paul and I is that we take a chance to do that as individuals and then we powwow and we get together and we say, okay, what is your goals to grow by look like? What does mine look like? How do we make this into a family plan? I really feel like it's important that you sit down if you have that spouse to do it together and make sure that you guys aren't going in different directions. And if you are, how do you meet in the middle? Where do you compromise? Because to truly create that healthy family plan, you both need to be moving in the same direction. Even if you have your own lane, that's great. That's perfect. I think that creates a strong marriage, but make sure that you're not fighting against each other, that you're not, your plans are in alignment, not only with what the Lord has, but with what you have together, one another as a couple. Um, The culture of your home and your life does not happen by accident. It happens with intentional little steps and a lot of practice. Jeremiah 29 11 says, for I know the plans I have for you. The Lord has set forth plans for your life, for your destiny. Are you living in alignment with that? In Habakkuk, he challenges us to write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that the herald may run with it. You need to write it down. Don't just live with this in your head. Get it out on paper and then revisit it. That's one of the things I love about our goals to grow by is that we challenge everyone to revisit it at least quarterly. Um, I know for us, I'm doing best when I revisit it every Shabbat or even once a month and say, I'm going to come back to these goals. You know, you don't just write it down once a year and hope that in December you've obtained it. Uh, goals are met by intentionally living towards it. Um, John In John 10, 27, Jesus said, for I have come to fulfill my purpose. So as we start this new year, I'm challenging you to ask yourself to seek the Lord, what is your purpose so that you can live on purpose and you can live in your purpose so that you can say, yeah, I too have come to fulfill my purpose and this is why I am choosing this and this is why I am not choosing that. Take time to pray, listen, write it down, accept this opportunity for a fresh start and set your life on course as an individual and as a family uh, on a path towards where you want to go. 2024 is an opportunity. You know, Rabbi has talked to us a lot about doors of opportunity opening and closing. So as you accept that opportunity, make a plan to go forward. We are here. We are excited to cheer you on, to help give you resources and tools to meet that destiny, because that's what we're here for. We're here to help you unlock your kingdom destiny. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for being a part of this first podcast. I'm excited to hear about how 2024 ends up being a year of tremendous growth, growth, acceleration, and uh, you exceed your goals.